Welcome to the Wellness Members Club. What is the Wellness Members Club? This is your safe space to get real with yourself. Where you get vulnerable and you feel validated. And an aesthetically pleasing place to talk about the ugly truth of life. Welcome Welcome to the club, club, sis. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Members Club. This week, I am solo. I'm super inspired this morning, so I'm excited to chit-chat with you guys. And this episode is going to be more chit-chatty, walk-in-the-park type of episode. I want to update you guys on things that I've been going through and what is my life right now. There's not a lot of structure here, so we're kind of just free-flowing, but I kind of like it like that. So yeah. But to start off this episode, what was well and what was unwell about my week? So what was unwell? Let's start with the unwell. I don't know, man. There's a lot unwell, to be honest. (laughs) But really not actually, because it's my perspective. But I've been struggling with looking at things in light. I preach perspective is everything. And it's just sometimes really hard to change your perspective when you're overwhelmed. I've been spending a lot of time alone and I am a crazy person. My mind never shuts off. I have a Gemini moon and I'm just crazy. But when I spend a lot of time alone, if I start thinking negatively, I can get into the spiral of negative thoughts. And I want to say that most of the time I stop myself before that happens, but I feel like I've been spending so much time alone that I almost need to get out of my apartment to really change my perspective, which I've been doing. But I don't know. Life has just really been heavy for me because I've been actively staring into my shadow sides and I've been on this deep healing journey since I would say June. And it's not easy. It really is not. But before I get into all of that, what was well about this week? So I'm really excited because this Saturday I'm going to Miami to see Abby. And I literally could not be happier to get on a flight and get out of here because right now I'm living in every day is the same and I just need change. I'm super excited to see Abby. And yeah, I'm staying with her for a week. So I'm really excited. And it's something fun to look forward to. To give you guys a little background on my shadow work journey. In the past, I have struggled with patterns of toxic relationships. I struggled with disordered eating. I struggled with self-abandoning. And this year, I was like, I want to look within and heal these parts of myself so these patterns don't keep showing up. Because once I got out of that relationship with my ex-boyfriend. I was happy to get out of the relationship, but then I had this fear of, will I ever find healthy love? So I really looked within and dove deep and it keeps getting deeper and deeper. And I am finding out so much about myself, but it is not easy. Healing is not easy. And I just feel like I've been super overwhelmed with being alone all the time because I'm constantly uncomfortable right now and that's okay and I'm trying to embrace this period in my life but 
sometimes, you know, you don't want to be positive. And I really am a positive person. I feel like I am so positive almost that I don't, because I don't take life too seriously. And that also helps me stay positive. But when I'm going through things like this, it feels lonely. And it's been a long time going through this rough patch, I would say. So I'm just like, where the fuck is the light? <laughs> like, when is the light at the end of the tunnel coming? But yeah, but I wanted to talk about my detox that I did because that kind of jump started inspiration and creativity back into me. And I did that two weeks ago. And I learned a lot from it. It wasn't easy. I detoxed digitally, physically, and mentally. And why I did it was first off, uh, physically, I felt not good in my body. I felt bloated. I felt slow. I felt brain fog. I was like, I need to do something. I kept waking up eating the same things. And I felt bloated, uncomfortable. I woke up. It was Friday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to detox. I'm sick of feeling like this. So I literally went to the, went to Whole Foods, got a bunch of fruits, vegetables, and just intuitively made juices to really heal my metabolism, get things going and feel lighter and leaner. So that's what I did physically. But in no means did I buy a juice cleanse or a detox plan. I just did that intuitively and went with it. So that was good. Then digitally, I did not go on social media. I did watch some TV at night just for some entertainment. It was the weekend. So it's like, I don't feel like sitting here and staring at a wall in the dark, to be honest. But that was really all that I consumed. I watched a movie on Saturday and Sunday. And then mentally, I really didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> it's probably better off because I am that girl that when I'm hangry, I, I should stay silent, to be honest. Like, I can't help myself. I just get snappy. I get bitchy. And I know that about myself. So that's why I really don't talk. My one friend, Danny, she makes me laugh because she's like, oh, you're hungry? Like, let's not talk. <laughs> But it makes me laugh because now I'm aware of it and I know and I will literally tell people around me like I'm hungry and let's just chill until I eat because I'll actually be bitchy and I know that about myself. Not bitchy, but just short and just I don't want to be there until I eat. But I didn't talk to people. I wasn't consuming and I was just with my own thoughts. I went to yoga. I worked out. I spent time in nature and I was doing things that made me happy, but it was just very challenging and mentally challenging in the sense of I wasn't getting any boosts of serotonin and dopamine rushes from external forces. It was just me sitting with myself. And I am definitely addicted to my phone. Like when I'm bored, I typically open Instagram, open TikTok to just get that instant rush of dopamine. And I know that about myself and I'm trying to get better with that. So sometimes I'll delete the apps for the weekend and stuff like that. But yeah, it was really interesting to do that. And there's a few things that I've learned. And one that came up strongly for me was I lived in a state of fight or flight longer than I'd like to admit. And through childhood and my romantic relationships within the past four years, the most recent relationships, I was comfortable in chaos because in no way were those relationships healthy. It was constant up and down, dopamine hits, extreme lows. It was just really not healthy, but I didn't leave because I was comfortable in that. But my nervous system, oh my God, 
I struggled with chronic anxiety and crippling anxiety up until maybe last March, like literally last March. So it has not been that long. And I have been healing myself from the inside out. And now I can comfortably say I really don't struggle with anxiety. And when I do, I know how to comfort myself. And it's the best, most freeing feeling in the world. And now looking at it, it's like, yes, I've been going through this overwhelming and sitting with these skeletons in my closet type of transformation lately. But when I look at where I am compared to how I was even this year, the beginning of this year, I am super proud of myself. And obviously sitting within and looking within is working. And now I am still actually struggling with, I am so calm and I am so much more peaceful that I feel bored. And sometimes I think it's a bad thing. Sometimes I want that rush of something. I was talking to my dad the other day. I was like, dad, I'm so bored. And he was like, Nicole, boredom isn't a bad thing. And like, I know, but I'm just always bored. I say it in a complaining way, but I can also look at it in the sense of, and in this whole episode, I'm going to be contradicting myself because right now my life is a contradiction. Like I complain about things, but then I realize the beauty of what I'm in right now because I'm looking at, oh my God, I'm so bored and changing it into, I could be in a relationship where someone's making me feel like shit about myself and being mean to me or doing something that is totally pushing me into my fight or flight, but I'm just bored because I don't have that. I'm bored because I'm at peace and I feel calm and I don't have these insane dopamine hits that aren't healthy. And I feel at peace and I feel loved. I feel calm within myself, but there is a part of me that is bored and sees it as a negative thing. So right now I'm like in that in between of trying to remind myself of it is a positive thing. Being bored is good. And it's not going to last forever. I'm going to have exciting moments. I'm having exciting things. Like this week, I'm going to Miami. But just spending all this time alone and constantly being bored and constantly having no external factors really bothering me, I'm trying to change my perspective of this is not a negative thing. I'm actually really lucky to be here. And then the next thing that I learned was I was really sad for most of my adolescent years. And I, of course, had happy times. But I kept looking outside of myself to feel whole and loved, and it only led me down to a darker hole. And to elaborate on that, I, as a kid and a teenager, I think it really got worse as a teenager, but I didn't like the way I looked. I felt uncomfortable in my skin, and I was never confident. I really struggled with loving myself and was looking for validation and love outwardly. When I got to college, I always had a boyfriend. I think there's one time period of I was single for a year-ish, but I was single and sad. I was not single and thriving. I was single struggling with binge eating disorder. I was single and borderline depressed. I really was not happy with myself. And when I was happy, I was happy because I had a boyfriend that was giving me validation about myself and made me feel good about myself which led to codependent relationships and just codependent behavior from me in general. I always would want to be with them. And I almost attracted codependent people because of me. I believe you attract what you are in most cases, but yeah, 
anyways, so that led me into a darker hole because each romantic relationship that I was getting into, I would go back to back to back in relationships, not healing myself in between. Because when I was in that dark period for a year, I didn't even know how to heal myself. I was just holding on for dear life and in this binge restrict cycle. And I did not like my life. I did not like myself. I would go out to drink with my friends at college, but then, and like always be out, always stay busy to not really spend that quality time with myself. And when I did spend that quality time with myself, it was scary because there was a lot of things I did not want to be seeing. So I chose not to see them. But in each relationship that I went in, it was back to back. So no healing more baggage in each relationship. So in my last relationship, I couldn't tell you how many loads of luggage I was bringing in. It was bad. And looking back, obviously, it was a recipe for disaster for me to get into that last relationship because I just ended it. Why can't I talk? I just ended it with my second to last ex and immediately this guy DM me on Instagram and I'm in it. So... I brought a lot of baggage into that relationship. And guess what? And it ended up extremely toxic. And it takes two to tango in a toxic relationship. My confidence was at an all-time low. My self-worth was at an all-time low. Everything, every part of me was just hurting. And once I got out of that relationship, I woke up and realized I have patterns that I don't want to carry with me. I have beliefs about myself that aren't true. I've always been into health and wellness and I went to IIN actually last April and graduated this April and always into healthy eating and working out moving my body because I want that baseline of health and it makes me feel good within myself. But this was a different level of healing that I felt like I needed to do because I was not happy. I didn't want to continue this relationship pattern. And I had this fear of, am I ever going to have healthy love? You need to look within and make yourself healthy. Because just because I'm working out and I look healthy on the outside, what is on the inside is just as important. So what I'm saying to myself, what are my actual beliefs about myself when I don't have a mirror to reflect that? Like, yeah, if I have a super loving boyfriend I'm going to love myself more because it's easy telling me, I love you. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. It's hard not to feel good about yourself. But I was also on the opposite spectrum of I had these toxic relationships that totally plummeted what was already low within myself. I already had low self-esteem. I already had low confidence. And then I had someone on the outside affirming that for me. And that's why I stayed because I actually thought that. I thought I didn't deserve love. I thought that I wasn't good enough. All these negative things. I was going back to my teenage years and it was really emotional for me. I wrote letters to my teenage self who struggled with disordered eating, who never thought she was good enough. And I went back to even my college self, even the version of myself last January. And in this period, like this period hasn't been easy for me because I'm doing so much healing. It's overwhelming. It feels lonely. But when I do look back, it's like, wow, I really have come so far. And what I'm doing right now isn't a waste. I genuinely am more happy. I'm more calm. I'm more peaceful, but sometimes it does feel heavy and overwhelming. And I think if you are in this place, what has been helping me is 
just connecting with people and really being picky about who you spend your time with, but make sure you are connecting with people and not going too far into solitude where you're spending too much time alone and deep diving, because I think that also can be unhealthy. And as humans, we need connection. And that's why I'm so passionate about building this community with you guys. And if you guys are in this weird healing phase where you're letting go of your past self and entering into your new self, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to talk to you guys about it. I love talking to like-minded people and people that are going through the same things as me. Don't we all? (laughs) But I want you guys to feel seen and understood. And I would love to hear from you guys as well. So the next thing was I used relationships, food, and social media as a distraction from looking within and getting to know myself. And like I mentioned before, I was that girl that would party all the time. If you ask my mom, she's like, that girl is always busy, always doing something. It's okay to relax and just live. Life is meant to be lived. And by just being, being conscious, being aware of your surroundings, spending time in nature and just really enjoying life. When you're always running away from yourself and running away from your problems or your limiting beliefs, you're not living. You are just running away from actually living. And romantic relationships was a huge one for me because I stayed in toxic relationships too long. I was codependent. I used food as comfort and I used social media for an outlet, for a distraction. I think all these things, you need discipline. And that's one thing that I've learned is probably the most important quality that I can have right now to really show up for myself is discipline and doing things that I say I'm going to do because that has rebuilt my respect for myself. And another one was our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world. It's really crazy to think about what we think of ourselves are going to be reflected to us. So if you wake up and you say in the mirror, I love you, you're beautiful, you're smart, and you're going to crush it today. Things are going to reflect back to you in that way. But if you look in the mirror like, oh my God, I'm ugly. I have a huge pimple on my face. I hate my life. My life sucks. I have nothing good going for me. I hate where I live. Those things are going to reflect back to you. So you're going to go in the grocery store and you're going to see someone look at you like, oh my God, are they staring at my pimple? Or you're going to go into your apartment and see everything wrong with it. So having a healthier outer world means spending that time and being disciplined with your thoughts. You have the power to change your thoughts. And I know that is not easy. Coming from me, the person that literally is in this struggling phase right now of it's getting tiring to push out these negative thoughts, but you can do it. And it is hard, but you'll make it a habit. It takes 21 days for things to become a habit. So overpowering each negative thought as they come you don't belong here. You're not helping me. And when you think about it in that sense, that at least helped me. Like when I have negative thoughts, how is that helping me thinking like that? Is that making life any better complaining about it? Maybe it does feel good in the moment. Like when I do complain, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it does help, (laughs) but constant complaining is getting you nowhere. And I'm talking to myself right now. (laughs) Made me realize that 
positive thoughts are going to manifest and to think more positively, push out the negative ones. And yeah, our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world. And then the next thing that came up for me was that I've been holding on to things that I thought I let go of. Energetically, I was still attached to people and things, mostly people, through resentment. And to truly release, you need to forgive them and you need to forgive that past version of yourself. And this takes time and you should give yourself grace. Forgiveness is for yourself because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I would never forgive them. That is hurting you because you're giving that person power of your emotions. When you forgive someone, you are detaching all cords to them. So for example, an ex-boyfriend of mine, I had so much resentment, not only for him, but resentment to that past version of myself that abandoned myself multiple times, an embarrassingly amount, okay, that was just not English, an embarrassing amount of times I abandoned myself just so they wouldn't leave me. I am angry still at those versions of myself. And I know I was only doing my best, but I deserve so much better than that. And it's hard. I mean, I've been trying to actively release those feelings of resentment towards myself. I think I would say I got to the point where I have forgiven them, meaning the ex-boyfriend, but me, I hold myself to a higher standard. And I'm just like, why did you do that? Why did you abandon yourself like that? And it takes time. I am giving myself grace, but I just am someone that's also really hard on themselves. And I think that's why I'm still meeting myself with resistance of forgiving some versions of myself, but I'm working on it. It's a process. It's a journey. And then the next thing, which was so big, was you need to feel to heal. Constant escaping is nothing else but self-abandonment. Heavy emotions honestly feel sometimes like I'm trapped when I'm dealing with them. And I don't take life too seriously. I am kind of that girl that shakes things off. And in the past, I was like, oh, that's not a big deal. And I would always do that. I would always sweep things under the rug. And I, it almost was hard for me to realize when things actually matter to me. And I would know that because then I struggle with crippling anxiety. So I would literally need to feel anxiety to realize like, oh, that did matter to me. And I actually should spend time with myself and heal from that. The past six months, I've cried, uh, couldn't even tell you a thousand times, but not necessarily all sad either. Just really sitting with myself and releasing proud emotions, happy emotions, happy crying, sad crying. Crying is so essential for healing. And literally energetically, you're clearing yourself out. And I don't know if that's my four planets in Pisces or what, but yeah, heavy emotions are not the easiest for me as I don't think it is for anyone, but I struggle a lot when it comes to sitting down and dealing with that. But now going through it, I have realized coming out the other side, how much better I feel. I don't struggle with anxiety because I'm dealing with things as they come. And it's not this pent up things that I push under the rug and they all come up at once. And I'm like, holy shit, what is going on? I don't like myself. I don't like my life. So feeling to heal and not escaping, whether that's alcohol, drugs, food, social media, whatever you do, we all escape. We all do it. What helped me was 
become mindful of my intention of why I'm doing things. And am I doing this out of love? Am I doing this out of celebration? Or am I doing this because I don't want to feel? Or am I doing this because I just want a distraction? This summer, I had this period where I was just going to bars and going out and drinking a lot just because it was the weekend. And every Sunday, I'm sitting with myself, feeling like crap, having anxiety. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And I kept doing it because I wanted to escape and I was overwhelmed by the emotions. But then I realized in September, I don't want to do this anymore. And just becoming aware of the ways that you do escape so you can be mindful and more intentional of why you do things. And that's what helped me. So now when I do go out, am I drinking and going out just because I I'm going out to go out and there's nothing else better to do because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot better things you can do than just drink. There's no reason. Or am I drinking because I'm having a fun night out with my girls? We're celebrating and I genuinely want to drink and it's a social thing. So yeah, healing is not easy, but neither is living a life looking outside of yourself. I feel like that. (laughs) Do I need to even speak more on that? But healing is really, it's not easy. It's so uncomfortable. It, I don't know, man. I, I Am I the right person to talk about this? Because <laughs> I'm like complaining how healing is so hard. But I, I've lived a life outside of myself. And I've lived a life where it was not authentic to myself. I felt crippling anxiety. I felt social anxiety. I felt normal anxiety. Like, oh God. So I would much rather be living an authentic life, true to me, and having these overwhelming emotions and the fear of the unknown, rather than just staying with what I'm comfortable with, just because I've experienced it and not healing. Just living a life, constantly chasing validation and love outside of myself. To learn yourself and to truly know yourself, I think, is the greatest gift you can give yourself in this lifetime. There are so many people that don't know themselves. I saw a video and it was a guy going on the streets asking, do you know yourself and who are you? And people would just say like their name and their age and that they don't really know themselves actually at all ages. And it's never too late to sit down and get to know yourself. I was listening to a podcast with Deepak Chopra and he was saying, all we have is now, all we have is the present, which I think we all know, but we tend to live in the past and think when we say I, we are saying I as in like our five-year-old selves. Our five-year-old selves aren't here anymore. Do I weigh 45 pounds and do I think like my five-year-old self? No, all of that has shedded. There might be parts and memories within me, but I am not my five-year-old self anymore. And all we have is the present. So we're holding on to like our past versions because we fear the unknown, but the past doesn't exist anymore and neither does the future. All we have is now. So spending time to know this version of yourself. And learning about yourself, I think it's important to learn about past patterns and negative thoughts that might come from your past because you are not that. You aren't your negative beliefs. You are what you, you can think anything about yourself and you could step into that.
obviously we aren't flying squirrels and you're not going to become a flying squirrel. Like you need to be realistic. Like one thing I'm working on right now is I want to get into running. I play college softball. You would think I could run a little bit. No, like I literally could not run a mile a year ago. I could, but mentally I didn't think I could. And now I'm running a 5k in December, which I also did one last year. So I know I can run a 5k, but it's just, I want to wake up and I'm going to believe I'm a runner and it makes me feel good. It challenges myself mentally. I just, I love it. I really am actually falling in love with it the more I do it. And I'm learning about it. I've been watching videos on correct running because I've been struggling with like shin splints and my shoulders and neck are so tight because my posture is shit when I run. But yeah, you can wake up and tell yourself anything, what you want to be. And I know I say this in probably every episode, but getting clear on what you want to be and who you want to be is step one. And then you can tell yourself those positive thoughts and literally change your life. You shouldn't be ashamed that you don't feel like you know yourself because a lot of people don't. They might think they do. They might say they do. But we live in a society where it's just go, 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 escaping, doing, and not taking the time to sit with yourself. Just listen to your inner voice and your inner thoughts. So that was what I learned and what came up for me on my detox. I want to say that I've gotten to a point where I feel super comfortable alone, but you know, sometimes it's not. And I do enjoy my alone time, but I just feel like recently it's been so much of it that it's it's hard sometimes. There are times where I don't feel lonely. I, this is like such a contradiction. <laughs> it's like, what am I even saying? But like, I do, I love spending time with myself, right? But there's a fine line of spending too much time alone where I think I'm doing right now that I, I do, it feels lonely. And I go on my way to talk to people, whatever, but like I work remotely. So working alone. I really only hang out with my friends on the weekends because where I live, I recently moved last year and I moved with having a boyfriend in the area. And obviously we're not together anymore. I have a few friends down here, but like, you know, we're adults. We have our own lives and I just, I don't have a lot of social interaction. So I crave social interaction. And I, of course, talk to my friends, but it's all remotely. And I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a state of where I'm craving social interaction, like actual human interaction. But the other side of me is trying to embrace, like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this much amount of time alone ever in my life. Like, I could meet the love of my life in six months, and I'll never have this much time alone. So as much as it is sometimes challenging and can feel lonely, I am really trying to flip the script of how can I make this better now? How can I embrace this period in my life? Because I know it's not going to last forever. And yeah, so I'm really just talking to myself here, but <laughs> I hope this also can resonate with some of you guys, but it's definitely something that I need to hear as well and just keep reminding myself of. And I need to keep reminding myself to embrace this period of life, even if it is hard, even if it is challenging, things are happening for us, not to us. And I think it's just really important to change your perspective if you are in the trenches right now mentally. Because it's very easy to play victim and be like, my life sucks. I hate where I live. I hate my job. I hate my relationship. I hate whatever. You can change all of that and changing your perspective of you have one life. 
things are happening for you. Rejection is redirection, just being positive. And things aren't going to change in a day, but we have the power to create these healthy, positive habits, try new things, embrace our alone time, even when it's sometimes lonely. And yeah, but I want to leave you guys with a little journaling exercise. And I'm also going to do it with you after this. I'm going to do it. But write a love letter to yourself. So how would you want someone else to write a letter to yourself? That's how I want you to write it. So page, two pages, three pages, whatever comes up for you. I love doing this. I do it probably like once every three months, just writing a love letter to myself. And I honestly cry (laughs) when I write them, but it feels really good. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode or something resonated for you guys. And if not, I'm glad you spent the time with me. And you can follow me on Instagram at Nicole Majeski with two eyes and follow us on Instagram at Wellness Members Club. We have an anonymous situation submission also. So if you guys have any questions or challenges that you want to hear feedback on, we love to answer them. We answer them on our Instagram story. So follow us there and write in on our website. If you're having a problem, if you're struggling with something, if you want to say anything, we would love to hear from you guys. But that's all for today. See you guys next week. Bye, guys.